it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the same energy they have for me. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And I'm going to have the same energy for them. I ain't having this. I ain't having this. I will just say this one last thing on, on Kyrie Irving. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He did shut them up. Irving's got it. Three on the way. Stored for Kyrie Irving. You shut them up with your play. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner. Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell. Plus Falcons head coach Arthur Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Sources say, can confirm. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Bobby Wagner's here. Okay. Yes. Yes. We always had him on as a Seattle Seahawk. He was always on the phone. I guess it took all it took for him to actually show up here in person was for he and the Seahawks to shockingly finally separate. And now he's a Los Angeles Ram here playing behind Aaron Donald in front of Jalen Ramsey. So much to talk about with the future Hall of Famer. And we've got two National Football League head coaches on today as well. Kevin O'Connell, now of the Minnesota Vikings, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams. And also our friend Arthur Smith from the Atlanta Falcons. He'll be joining us, those guys, in hours two and three. Lots of football on the brain here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports, Sirius XM, Channel 85. We say hello to our terrestrial radio listeners, our podcast listeners, both on the Cumulus uh, Network of terrestrial radio stations and podcast network odyssey listeners streaming us in their ear gate and then uh, anything that you miss youtube.com slash rich eisen show we're a four wide and uh, the regulars are here christopher brockman how are you sir great rich what's up dj mikey d as in d's nuts yes, how are you rich, good to see you mike <laughs> del tufo tj jefferson light the candle light the candle we got a brett michaels candle today right oh, so, oh, you know, yeah. terrific it's smelling lovely. well it's not like goop is it where you <laughs> it, it, um it, is it anything about brett that, <laughs> yeah. like body part wise yeah, no i don't no, know no, are, we no. tan- are we tanning anything no, i have no, no. idea Whoa, okay. whoa, like whoa, that. whoa. Nothing like Working that. Working blue. Start. I'm wearing a blue. Uh, it's um, the unskinny bop. I'm, I'm wearing a blue sport coat. Feeling good. Hey, <laughs> looking listen, good, Billy listen, Ray. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, the uh, I, I I told y'all, I told y'all day one of this season. This is a Golden State Warriors season. I said that. Look, I I, I want to pay respect <laughs> to you, sir, in the corner, T.J. Yes. Jefferson, Joel Embiid playing like an MVP. And I thought the Raptors would give the Sixers a series. So far, t- two games in, it's not at all. The The Sixers played so well, they even had a blowout in a Gus Johnson called basketball game. Right. That's really that disappointment. The How only that disappointment. Happen? How does that happen? I'm going to go positive that the Raptors didn't ruin a Gus Johnson game. The Sixers just wrecked the buffet, okay? <laughs> and, and they look terrific. And now they have to go up to Toronto and, of course, uh, Tybal will not be there, but it, Tyrese Maxey's arrived. When James Harden got acquired, I'm like, I think this is going to unlock Maxey. And the three of them, Embiid, Maxey, Harden, look out. And then... Uh, about my boy Harris. And then, oh, sure, Tobias Harris, too. I'm just just pointing out what I thought would be the the uh, the threesome. And, and in terms of uh, some points and rebounds and what have you, Joel Embiid, 31-11 and 11 last night, nice, nicely done. So, uh, and then the uh, Mavericks... Congratulations to you yeah. uh, and to the fan base, the Mavericks. Uh, Jalen Brunson, hello. Jeez. Okay, 41-piece last night. A 40-burger 40, hey. last night, just when you thought that the Jazz would take advantage of another Luka Doncic uh, Mavericks night. The Mavs get 41 from their dynamic young player, and they even the series up. 
They made 22 from three. That's a franchise postseason record. They were filling it up. And that's the way to, 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 to beat Rudy Gobert. Shoot over him. Uh, and 110-104 and, uh, the final there. But I like talking about my Warriors. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Chris. I said before the season, Warriors over Nets. You did? Uh, yes, yeah, I did. He did. Did he? Yeah. I sure did. Okay. Into this microphone, in this chair, on this show. <laughs> and, um, you know, Curry's hurt. And and uh, who knows? They finished just the three seed. Suns look great. They got the coach of the year. We all think locked up. Memphis Grizzlies, you know, uh, who knows? They're the two seed. They're that young and up-and-coming team and so on and so forth. But how about my guy, Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole! <laughs> Jordan Poole, baby! Finishes up with 29 last night to follow up his 30-point game in his playoff debut. Do you know there's only two gentlemen who have ever put on a Golden State Warriors uniform who scored more than 25 points in each of their first two career playoff games? One is named Jordan Poole. The other's name is Will Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Heard of him. Wow. Okay. Jordan Poole just put his name next to Will Chamberlain (laughs) in a scoring record. And we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Because Jordan Poole is all that in a biscuit. He has, as I said yesterday, zero chill. Zero chill. And he is coming at you, and he's getting better. He's getting better. He is a budding superstar in this league. A budding superstar in this league. And what a huge night for him last night, especially since Steph Curry was out hurt. And uh, hold on a minute. I'm being told no, Curry came off the bench again. Okay, hold on a minute. Genius. Mm. Curry comes off the bench again. I love it. (laughs) And all he does is come up with the first game in his career of playing fewer than 25 minutes in a game and scoring more than 30. He's never done that. And he did it last night. Minutes restriction, my (laughs) you-know-what. Going tan those. 34 points, four assists, three rebounds, one block, one steal. 20 of 17 shooting. That's the best field goal percentage shooting night of his playoff career. I'm not done yet, guys. Keep going, Rich. I'm not done yet, guys. There's a new lineup in the National Basketball Association that's one big ball of trouble. Because Andrew Wiggins made the play uh, all-star game this year as well. And Klay Thompson's back, and he's just, everything he does is now gravy. It's not like you got to have it, need it, must have it. It's nice to have it. It's cherry on top. Poole, Wiggins, Curry, Green, and Clay Thompson. First two games. You know they've been on the floor just 10 minutes? You know that? 42 to 14, they've outscored the Nuggets when they've been on the floor. And let's just let's just go with the new triplet. I'm sorry to do this to anybody that I'm leaving out, especially Draymond Green, who's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Clay, Curry, and Poole together. First two games, 149 points combined. from the field, 51% from three, 26 of 51. In less than 20 minutes of time last night, when they all got on the floor together, they blew the doors off the Denver Nuggets, and then an MVP got so pissed, he got the gate. My Warriors. (laughs) Look out. Guys, look out. It's a problem. It's a problem. Well, I know. Are well, you, you gloating for the, yeah. the next? No, that's definitely no, 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 a problem. No, 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 He's I, right I, about that. I, it's been saying, a problem. No, it, it's a pro, It's a problem. And I know there will be some matchups that they that you know how they let's say they 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 play Embiid right when they get to you know at some point we're assuming for them knock on whatever DeAndre Ayton. What's going to happen? Okay, when you got some big big grown ass man right there in the middle, and you're sending out Draymond Green to go cover him because he's the tallest guy in the court. They got Looney. Well, I, I'm not saying they can't match up with them. I'm saying what happens when you have to match up with them an extended period of time? What happens if the shooting's a little off and the other team gets to dictate? That's going to be the Warriors' problem. Over a seven-game series if that happens. But right now, oh, baby. 
Would you say Poole is your favorite splash. player? Huh? Would you say Jordan Poole is your favorite player right now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Of course, because he's a Wolverine who's dominating, and I was right about him. <laughs> Put them all together and a guy in this position? Oh, yes. And just, again, you thought, okay, Curry's a little banged up. Clay hasn't played in a while, right? And then... Um, how are you going to put it all together? How are you going to, where, where are you going to get some of the scoring when these guys go on the bench? What's going to happen? And Jordan Poole arrives and says, I'm a superstar too. Who would have thought the Warriors with Curry and Clay and Draymond all together, you'd thought the Warriors, that would have to be the core from which they win a championship and the other players, right? You need a bench. Yeah. Who would have thought the Warriors would add another superstar? And you thought it would be Wiseman. You choose a guy first overall, right? Get it? Second overall, top pick? Your first overall pick? That's the guy. He, of course, is going to be a superstar. No, it's Jordan Poole. Hey, now, look out. I'm so psyched for the, dub, for the dubs and the Warrior fans and all, all of us who get to watch Jordan Poole still do it. And Jokic gets the gate. He gets set down. Nuggets are just wondering what the hell has hit them. So, lots to talk about on this program. Certainly when you've got two National Football League head coaches. Certainly when you've got NFL um, programs, off-season workout programs, up and running. Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings. And also Arthur Smith of the um, Atlanta Falcons. Another top-notch wide receiver has apparently messed with his Instagram bio, causing everybody to wonder if there's a problem between him and his team. We'll talk about that on this show. And you at 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. But we've got a hell of an in-studio guest. Hell of an in-studio guest. Because he is a hellraiser of the first variety. And he's going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And he's now here in Los Angeles behind Aaron Donald. Number 45 in your program, number one in the new Los Angeles Rams heart, and it puts a dagger in the heart of Seahawks fans. Bobby Wagner, in studio, in person, lots to talk about with him when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed I am genuinely excited uh, to introduce my in-studio guest here because I am a huge fan of uh, his, and I will stop talking about him as if he is not sitting here. But you know (laughs) how I feel about you, Bobby Wagner. Good to see you here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm excited to be in person on the show yes instead of being on the phone instead of being on the phone so it's nice nice to be in person yeah sure. it all, all it took was you leaving the seattle seahawks and yeah, coming to los angeles Rams. so we, i'm just finding all the positives 
in this. So this is definitely positive. Sure. Well, let's just walk through all of this. I mean, you're, you mu- your head must still be spinning a little bit, I'd imagine, based on everything that's happened over the last few weeks. No or yes? Uh, no, nah, it's kind of settling down now. I think um, initially when everything happened, it was, uh, you know, like I said, I always thought I was going to be in Seattle forever. I thought, you know, you watch guys like Ray Lewis and, and uh, you know, those guys play their whole career with one team. That was right. my vision. And, uh, you know, when it didn't happen, you know, you had to take a moment to realize you're not in Seattle anymore. Then you had to figure out where you're going to go. And then, you know, when I ended up uh, coming to L.A., I thought it was uh, it was nice because I was still going to be able to be close to Seattle and be in front of fam for the first time since, I think, high school. So it, it worked out for me. So let's take it one piece at a time then. Yeah. Um, the, the leaving Seattle thing, um, yeah. that that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Took you by surprise, Bobby? Um, it did take me by surprise because I, I felt like, um, you know, I understood that there was going to be some changes and I knew that that uh, things were going to look a lot different. Um, and I knew me and Russ were the last ones that kind of been able to, uh, to, to last from that Super Bowl team. And, um, you know, I thought there was going to be like a conversation um, just to let me know, but it didn't happen that way. And so when I saw Russ kind of leave, I knew that, uh, there was a chance that my time there was coming to an end as well. So that that Tuesday, it was a, a wild day um, when Russ departs to go to Denver. Did you get any heads up about that, or you just learned about that too? Well, no, I knew about it. The funny thing was, um, you know, he actually called me uh, a few days before, maybe even a week before, and just you know asked me what, what was my thoughts about about uh, going there, and I was just like. I, I don't. I don't have any thoughts. Like my my heart is in Seattle, so I ain't. I ain't really went that far, and so I knew that it was, it was really close for him to call me and, and kind of to ask me a question like that. Specific I felt like to going to Denver, Denver is a specific yeah, location, specifically. And that happened in like February or something like that. Uh, no, that happened like I'm not sure the exact time, but it happened before uh, before it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew I knew there was a chance that that was going to happen. So um, I was just like, okay, well. He's probably leaving. Yes. So he's probably leaving. So uh, right. I should probably get prepared for sure. Right. So um, and then it happens. And that's when it might, you know, it starts to hit you like you could be next. Is that? No, that I, I, I kind of heard rumblings before. I, I've, I've uh, I heard, you know, because I'm really close with all the players. I'm really close with some agents. I'm really close with um, some guys in the media. And so um, I think it, I really started to get an idea um, when the combine hit because I heard a lot of a lot of stuff. And so, um, you know, when Russ hit, uh, I uh, was having a conversation with DK and I was talking with uh, Quandre and um, they were just kind of telling me some of the things that they were hearing. And so uh, I just thought it was wise for me to, to pick up the phone and call um, call Pete and John to see if some of the things that I was hearing was was true. And did you connect with them? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I got in contact with them. Um, they wanted me to come out there in person, but I just was kind of like, I, I already knew that. I already knew what was going to be said. I, I knew what was about to happen. So, <sighs> I know this is tough to, for you to talk about, and I appreciate you being, you know, uh, talking about it here because I saw on your your Twitter account. I mean, that, this thing lit up. You were like, you 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 learned about it on TV before you heard about it from from. From them, you played there ten years. Crazy part about it, I didn't even hear it from them, and I that I wasn't coming back. I just felt like I just felt like they they um you know we could have went about it the situation a little bit differently. I felt like we could have had a conversation, and I felt maybe um, because I was my own agent and I was representing myself that it was a hard conversation to say like, hey, you know, we think about letting you go or thinking about trading you or anything like that. But you know, I feel like we we've been you know I've had hard conversations with them for for 10 years like we've been a part you know of each other's lives for 10 years and so um whether I had an agent or whether you know there was a middleman I still would have felt the same way if I didn't hear from them directly because I was just in the building I was there like I was just you know I I don't live that far from the the facility so I'm, I'm constantly there in the building all the time but um you know I think they think I have this like hatred in my heart or like I I feel some type of way about them or hate them or anything like that. It's not that. I just felt like they didn't handle it. I addressed that with them. I told them how I felt about it. And, um, you know, I think both parties moved on. I don't have no no ill feelings towards mm-hmm. Pete, towards John, uh, towards Jody. 
I have no ill feelings towards him. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, I, I I've me understanding the business, I understood it, but I felt like with with certain guys, you should have had a, at least had a conversation. Like I had to approach them to confirm. And what, then that, that's when they say, "Hey, why don't you come in?" And at that point in time, you're saying that. Yeah, we were supposed to have a meeting, but I knew the answer. I knew what they were going to say already. So I, I was like, "Why?" I wasn't in. I wasn't in town. So I was like, "Why would I get on the plane for you to tell me what I already know?" And so um, I was just like, "Let's let's just let's do it now. Let's not wait. Like, why would we wait if I already know your? I've heard from everybody else." So. Bobby Wagner here, eight-time Pro Bowler here on the Rich Eisen Show, now with the Los Angeles Rams. Why do you represent yourself? Why do you do that? Uh, because I, I feel like, you know, football football is just a window in my life that I have so much more. And uh, when I got into the league, I, I realized that a lot of guys don't think about that. A lot of guys don't prepare for life at the football, so when they get done, they don't know what to do with themselves. And we've been so focused on this one particular thing mm-hmm. for so long that, you know, when you get done, um, it's very hard to make that transition. So when I got into the league, you know, I watched guys like Marshawn. I watched guys like Sidney Rice. I watched those guys, like, prepare. And, and as they transitioned to life after football, it was just it was amazing. So it inspired me. So I knew that business was one of the things that I wanted to get into. So I started to um, – do like different internships um, in the off season. I started meeting different people in, in Seattle um, just to kind of pick their brains. And then I felt like representing myself in my field was the closest thing that I can get to business without actually like leaving football to go actively do it. And so, um, so I started pursuing it. So after my, after my second deal, I think in like 2014, give or take, um, I start. I picked up the CBA, I read it, um, and then I started just learning, meeting with different people, studying, preparing myself. And I knew, like, my next contract, I was going to do it myself. And I felt like that was going to prepare me for life at the football. Well, I mean, it certainly can prepare you in different ways for, um, um, I guess, the realities of of this business, for sure. And, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm more of a verbal guy. I'm not a, I'm not a number guy at mm-hmm. all. I, I honestly don't know how you're doing it. You know, like I I don't know how to even figure out what, you know, cap number and and how you can work it. So, you know, that you will be on a roster as opposed to leaving yourself open to getting cut because your money isn't certain guaranteed and know where that is in terms of the cap two years from now and three years from now and what the roster composition is. I mean, that is while you're deciding also the football uh, pluses and minuses of going where you're going to go. I, I don't know how you do it. Bobby, I think it exposes you. It exposes you to, to different things. I think uh, this contract is definitely, or the NFL contracts is different because, like you said, in, in different fields, your money is your money. Like it's Once you negotiate your your deal, no matter what it is, you know mm-hmm. it's coming. But the NFL is a little bit different because, you know, you can negotiate a contract, but there's different, you know, provisions in there that, that gets the team out of the deal if they want to get out of the deal. And so – like I said, I feel like if I can learn this contract, I think a lot of the other contracts out there would be not easy, but, you know, it gives my foundation um, a better chance to to have successful deals life after football. So um, you're going through your free agency, right? Yep. Um, and how many teams did you end up chit-chatting with? Um, I, I had to – honestly, I had to reach out to all of them because you I had did. to – You're the one who called. I, I I sent a text. So um, NFL PA had this like, uh, you know, I guess like when agents do it or when teams do it, the GMs have the list of all the players and next to the player's name is mm-hmm. agent. So I'm pretty sure my name was blank. So I got a list of all the uh, all the GMs and I text them and just let them know that I was still representing myself and this is how they could reach me. And so I talked with a few um, that day when I, so, like some of them text back when I, that first day. And then a lot of them had to, uh, I guess they had to check to see if that was actually me. Like <laughs> yeah, they, they, they text, they was like, uh, I had a couple of them text me the next day. Like, Hey, like, sorry for the late response. We had to confirm. We thought this was a joke. Like we didn't think that, <laughs> that you were actually texting us from your, your, your cell phone. And so did somebody ask like a question? Like when I once upon a time met you at the combine, what did you say to this answer? No, no, they just, they just was like upfront. They were like, yeah, like we didn't think we had to confirm 
the identity of this text message before we responded. That's amazing. And I didn't even think about that. I just thought, like, you know, you get a text message from me, you're just going to assume it's me. But <laughs> I forgot that, you know. There's crazy people in the world, Bobby Wagner. There are crazy people. Which is kind of funny, though, because the, the, um, the alternative of that, I had got some text messages or phone calls like, hey, yo, like, we're interested. And I'm just like, this sounds like a little kid on the phone. <laughs> But like I had to, I had to answer every phone call. Sure, you know of what I mean because you don't know. I don't. You know, I didn't have every GM's number saved, and so I'm answering all the phone calls. And I get one from, and as soon as the person says, "Hey, we're interested in, in signing you," and I'm like, "This is a little kid. There's no way this is." A, What's well, maybe somebody from the analytics department? I don't know. Yeah, Just reaching out nah, to start the they still they didn't have no pitch in their voice for sure. <laughs> They definitely, definitely like 12 years old. Would you say talk to Bill? Is that what you're saying? He's a a Patriot fan over there. I didn't didn't talk to Bill. God dang it. I I have so much respect for Bill, though. I think it's mutual, though. Of course. Coach Belichick. Oh, I know that for sure. I'm sure it's it's mutual. but you 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 could tell what Jerry Jones sounds like, right? I mean, you could for tell. sure, for sure. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, there's certain people you know who they you know what their voice sound like. But this person, I or kid, right. I knew he didn't know the first thing about being because that was the first thing I thought of is that Dan Quinn is in Dallas. You and Dan Quinn obviously were on the same team, you know, winning championship together, and that was going to be the place that you wound up. Was that? Yeah, we had conversations. He was one. Of, yeah, you're right. He was one of the first people that um, that reached out, and we had a lot of conversations. But you know, they couldn't. Um, they they didn't really figure it out. You know, from a a financial situation, but also they had other needs that they wanted to address first, and and uh, they addressed those needs. Okay, I know you're looking directly at me, but I'm um, I'm I'm seeing past you to my guy T.J. Jefferson, okay. who's a diehard Cowboy fan. He is so upset. Right now. <laughs> He just heard you yeah, say it was, And you know, it's crazy, though, because, like, so you know, I'm not really active, like, so much on social media, but every single day, like, I was getting hit up by Dallas fans and telling me, like, where I could eat, <laughs> where I could live, who's been there, how nice would it be to have a star on the top of your helmet. It, it was I'm sorry was for funny. bothering you, Bobby, all those tweets. That was, <laughs> no, was at 2 Jiggy? Were any from at 2 Jiggy? Uh, no, nah, I didn't get no at 2 Jiggy. Yeah. I got a bunch of burners. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just really wanted you. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so when did the Rams come into the picture, Bobby? When um, did that happen? Rams was kind of always in the picture, to be honest, um, because, you know, obviously we play we play each other a lot. And so um, and they know I'm from I'm from Cali. So they they um, they reached out early on, too. But it, it was the same thing for a minute. It, it was trying to figure out um, they had certain needs that they wanted to address and things of that nature. And, and I was in a position where I was I was patient. I didn't I wasn't like in a rush to, to try to sign somewhere because I knew like I'm hoping that, you know, wherever I sign next was going to be my the 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 place that I spent uh, majority of my career um, as I you know wind this thing down so uh, I wanted to take my my time and make sure that I I picked the right place and you know who doesn't want to come home of course no question about that and uh, I get to be on the Rich Eisen show like I, every week this is what this is the cherry on top I mean I you could just put Rich and then just put it. Oh. Bobby right at there at B Wags yeah, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday guest spot I mean oh, I'm just saying you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. Tuesday Tuesday. Listen, um, you uh, re- re- look. You're welcome here anytime. Um, and now you also remember uh, what LA traffic is. It's, you know, some sometimes Rams are like, well, I'm, like they want a helicopter to come from Thousand Oaks. I mean, this is this here, is very you know. true because uh, I was about to say Seattle was getting Seattle was getting pretty bad too, though. Understood. Seattle was getting I, it, nothing matches California. No, I know that because it could be midnight. It, mean, it could be midnight. You might get stuff. In it's traffic. a time <laughs> insensitive roadway that 405. Yeah, uh, for it doesn't sure. matter what time it is. I understand. Uh, did uh, did Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, anybody call you up and say? Yeah, they reached out. I mean, as soon as I got um, as soon as I got released, I think uh, AD was the first person, was one of the not? first players, yeah, to reach out. And uh, Jalen was like shortly after him. So I can't imagine what he, uh, Aaron Donald, will be able to do in front of you and you behind him. I yeah. cannot even imagine how you know his job to take up space to apply pressure to stop the run on the way to the quarterback, how great he is for you now to be behind him is downright scary. I'm, I'm excited. Like I, I'm excited just, just thinking about it. Cause I, I, again, he's a guy that I've watched, you know, for a lot of years cause we play each other so much and 
you know, I watch film on him too. And so I see the way that he he plays and moves and things like that and how he takes up blocks. And, you know, I know that I'd be able to read off of that and, and play off of that really well. And so just the, the idea of being able to do that, and it's not just him. Like there's so many different weapons on that D-line. Right. And, you know, to be able to, to, to play behind that and, you know, read and, and feel and get into a flow um, it's it's going to be crazy. Chris, you have the NFL rule book in front of you. Is this fair? Is that, can you look this <laughs> up? It is fair. I, I looked. Yeah, Section 8, uh, sub, it, sub A. Is this fair? Uh, yeah, no. it's not yeah. fair. Article not 45. Fair. Yeah, article 45. Oh, true. Well, you know your business. Sub, I mean, yeah. Article 45, like, so it's all good. It doesn't seem fair. It doesn't... <laughs> It does not seem fair. Although as a Rams season ticket holder, very happy to have you here. Go. Very happy to have you here, there you Bobby. Go. That's, that's I'm not good. applied and I'm angry. Okay? I'm just, I'm just a Cowboy fan. I think we played, the, we played Dallas this year, too, I think. Oh, gee, Bobby. You, no, I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. You know? Well, I know you play twice. I mean, uh, I, I know Seahawks fans, what they feel about you, how they feel about you in particular. You know, And this is not a slight against Russ at all. I mean, he's Russell Wilson. But when he went, it, it kind of was, uh, if you will, expected. I think the fan base had been seeing what was the conversation or reading tea leaves. And you were a totally different story, though. The fact that you the, the, I've spoken to so many Seahawks fans that when you were the one to be cut later on, that on top of the rust leaving same day, very difficult. I think this is going to be a very difficult process for them. What, what about you going back up there? What are you thinking about? I think that? it's um I think the feeling's mutual. I, like I said, like I think we both uh from the fan base to myself expected myself to be there the whole time. That's that's been the conversation up until you know I left. Even from the management. The management was always like, Man, he, he this is the one that's gonna play his whole career there. And that's and I wanted that. You know, I never I never wanted to leave. Um, you know, so I felt that through the community when I cause I still, you know, I, I live out there. So you know, when I would go to the grocery store, when I go out, like people would like come up to me and tell me like, you know, how they felt. And so I, I definitely appreciated the love, you know, after that time and even before that time. Um, but two, it's like, it, it's something, you know, I think it's, it was unfortunate that, uh, you know, the way my career ended in, in Seattle, it ended off of an injury. And, you know, I, I was looking forward to, you know, I'm fully healthy coming back and, and, you know, not letting that be the last play that on, uh, uh, on the field, and so, you know, it won't be the last play on the field. I just, I just will be in a different jersey. So, what, what, why do you think it had to end? Why do you think this, this happened in Seattle? Not just you, but Russ. Is there something you could share with the Seahawks fans who are sitting there saying why? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I hadn't had a conversation with Pete or or John on what, what was their reasoning, why or why they wanted to do what they did. They just kind of just flat out just told me, and then we just moved on from the conversation. But if I'm knowing the business. Um, I'm assuming they, they just want to go young and they want to get younger and they feel like that's the way. And so, so why Russ? You know, Anything you can share with that, with Russ? Maybe? I'm not sure. Russ, Russ got to speak on that and they got to speak on, um, you know, Russ and, and Pete and those guys got to speak on, you know, what happened on, on their side. I can only speak on my, my what, side. What about DK Metcalf? Do you think he's next to go? I, well? I don't think that'd be wise. I think, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what their plan is. You know, I used to be, there all the time and we would have a lot of conversations so I could be able to kind of let you know um you know where they what they were thinking from that standpoint but I'm not I'm not there no more so I just think it wouldn't be wise to let somebody that amazing that talented um you know a growing leader in not only the building but a community um to let him go as well and it would just be very very hard for that Seattle fan base so um I'm hoping that they do the right thing with him and, and, you know, he stays there and he continues to excel. Um, he's an amazing, amazing, talented player, but, uh, you know, even more talented and amazing person off the field. Like when you get to know him as he opens up, like he's, he's going to be so good for that community. So, you know, I hope, uh, I hope that community and the fan base get to enjoy him, um, you know, for a long time. Before I let you go, Bobby Wagner in that chair, just about what, three weeks ago, Ray Lewis sat in it. And um, your name came out of his mouth, and um, he spoke glowingly of you. And the, you guys connect every yep. now and then. He talked yep. about how um, you guys connect, 
and also one of the things that uh, I, I know this about Ray, but I think a lot of folks who heard him talk, just his, his knowledge of the game mm-hmm. and the X's and O's uh, and how he would uh, match wits with Brady and yeah. Peyton Manning yeah. and things of that nature and how he would, he, he would know the play before they would call it and he knew that they knew that he would know it and that he would deliver the punishment to the player that he knew was going to be targeted and yeah. they knew it too. And that's the sort of thing. Do you have that situation with uh, a quarterback in the league today that you can kind of lay it out for me? That sort of knowledge of the game in inside here. Bobby well, I Wagner? think, I think the difference between like with Ray, like he played um, paint Manning all the time. He right. played guys like Tom Brady all the time. You know, I think our our division has been different because the, the quarterbacks in our division have constantly kind of switched out. You know, um, Matt Stafford just got there. Yep. Kyler Murray, um, you know, just got there not too long ago. And so um, I feel like there's definitely moments, you know, because of that, because of him, you know, guys like him um, and just him being willing to open up, um, you know, when I reached out to him, I can't remember when I reached out to him. It was, it was a while ago. We we met in person, mm-hmm. and then I got his phone number, and I reached out to him. Like, he, he's always been so open um, with everything. Like what is he telling you? What do you think he's – what has he downloaded you with the most? Man, here? I'm just picking his brain on everything. Like, I, like I, I've always known that about him. He knows mm-hmm. the play before it comes. And, you know, I've, I've asked him, like, watch film. We've watched film. You know, we've taken notes. We've worked out before um, together. And so um, – how he's handled me is is made me want to be that same way with the guys that's coming after me because you know he was like my Jordan you know watching like come, like growing up like he was mm-hmm. the guy that I watched you know playing and I wanted to be like him and I wanted to um, you know prepare the way that he prepared and so um, to get the opportunity to to have him sit down with me and kind of break down film or break down how he um, how he broke down the game and, and the level of discipline that it takes to play at a high level for 17 years, hmm. um, you know, it's just crazy. And so, you know, I, I try to inspire to be that, that same way and to, to have a guy like that be open and, and um, you know, willing to give that information out. He's definitely helped me. It's like from a studying aspect, there are moments where I'm just like, I know the play, I know where it's coming and I just go get it. And it's from the film study. But it's also from, you know, older guys like that and, and so many others that have um, shared their knowledge of the game with me. And I'm hoping I do the same as I as I can continue to grow. I guess a couple of follow up questions on that. Then uh, who are the guys in the game today? Do you think that you would you could be able to mentor in that guy? Who are the, who are the linebackers? It's um, a lot of them, man. Them. You know, Darius Leonard, um, Devin so, White. He's so good. Uh, Fred Warner, um, Roquan Smith. Um, it's it's so many of them. I know I'm going to leave some of them I out. Know. You know, uh, I I like watching Eric Kendricks play. Um, there's so there's so much good linebacker play, and I really enjoy where the position is elevated to um, because we are the quarterbacks of the defense, and we are the guys that kind of set everything up majority of the times. And so, um, you know, to be in that position and and to have the world start to see. Like, this is how, like, you know, we run a defense, you know, for the most part. Most defenses, you know, they're ran by the middle linebacker. And so um, to have those guys, uh, you know, be performing at such a high level, uh, it's amazing to watch. Right, and then the quarterback that I was – Michael Parsons, too. I mean, I don't know if he – you know, he's kind of going all over the place. He is. Yeah, I – He's special. And he was here, He was here too. I saw he was in the chair and everything. He took him my chair. Yeah, yeah. He took my chair. You know, it's okay. I like it. It's cool. I won't do that the first one. I'll wait for the second (laughs) second or third. (laughs) That sounds fine, Bobby. That sounds fine. And the quarterback, you know, that you mentioned, obviously, that they're different in, in, in the division now. So then the one that I would think that you would have a history with because you played some big games against would be Aaron Rodgers maybe, right? Yeah, would that yeah, be? Yeah, like, what's def- that what's that like going against him? Uh, it's just a, you know, he he is so fun to play against because he he really makes you make sure you're on your game, you know, not just from like a physical standpoint, but a mis- mental standpoint. Um and two, like I always like playing against the Rams cuz like they watch stuff that I do on film and I know they're going to put it in the next game. And so there was like one particular game where I like when we were playing the Rams, like uh, whenever they motioned the running back out or kind of ran them out, I knew they weren't throwing them the ball. 
and I kind of didn't really play it any because I knew they weren't going there. Mm-hmm. So the next time we played them, I knew they saw that, and so I was like, all right, they're they're going to run a running back screen at some point, and so that kind of like chess moves where it's like it it may not happen this game. But it'll happen the next and game. And you remember and so it, it, and you know they've seen it. And you know I remember, I know they've seen it. I'm like, knowing them, I know they've seen that. I know they, they know they didn't throw to that that running back. And I I wasn't even acknowledging it because I knew they weren't going to throw it. I, I knew going into that next game, they were going to find a way to, to to put that in there just to have me play it, play it honest. And so um, that's something. But Aaron Rodgers does that too. He's able to read the defense. He's able to – no matter how much you disguise, no matter how much you move around, like he's able to read everything. And the thing that he don't get enough credit for, in my opinion, is um his ability to escape. Like not people like he won't go for like sixty yards, right. but he'll he'll sneak in and get a couple first downs that extends the drive and and you know, he's still a master at looking people off and so he's he's a person I, I enjoy. Uh, playing against whenever yeah, I get the opportunity. He's the king of reaching the ball out, too, to get an extra yard as he's running Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, too. for sure. And for he sure. He tries to swipe it away, you know. I know. Uh, uh, Kyler Murray does does that as well. I know. So what would you say over there, Chris? Bobby, you wear, we wore 54 forever in Seattle, but uh, that's already taken in L.A. Are you going to change your number this year? Have you figured that out yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with 45. I just figured I'd just flip it. Um, All right. There it is. There it goes. Oh, um, I that. Really, it wasn't really about 54. 54 was never really the number. Uh, the number was really nine. I, I only wore numbers that equal nine. And so I wore nine in, in college. And then when I came out for the senior bowl, I wore 45. And then at that time, they weren't letting linebackers wear 40 numbers. And so I went to 54 just because it equaled nine. And so now that it's taken, I just flipped it. It still equals nine. You don't want to talk to I'm Matt Stafford happy. about maybe taking number nine. Yeah, 90, uh, 99. I think it's just, you know, it's a, it's a right new start. Options. We start fresh. Uh, 45, like, I'm back in L.A. like Jordan. I'm wearing Jordan. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Wearing Jordan. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not Jordan. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying <laughs> All right. You know, little wow. Jay-Z reference. We're in L.A. You know. Come on, man. It's Returning just, coast to Ontario. It's, it's you know? L.A., Ontario, all that. Okay. Bobby Shout Wagner. out to Colony Bobby. High School. Okay, there we go. Um, He's epic, home. epic first appearance, I think. Well, in person. In person. In person. In person. In person. Yeah. First of many next, times Next here. time, I'm going to come in the suit, yep. and then you come in the Jordan gear. Yes. And then we're going to flip-flop. Okay, sounds good. So That's it. sign me up. This well, you want the Jordan gear, not well, yeah. me. You're like you think it's wasted on me. Well, well I, I mean, mean definitely. You said, you yeah. said that. I, mean, I, no, didn't say that. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing Jordans every day, Rich, and I hope that somebody will give us a deal. Well, they ain't gave us a deal yet, but it's, it's you know, a slow and steady. I mean, but I think we got somebody that's that's with Brand Jordan that could maybe. Hey, Bobby, and also hey. that's everybody. I don't know. You know, hey, maybe Bobby, I don't know. These guys are like, when is it the Bobby Wagner show? <laughs> hey, Bobby Wagner, you're also now part of a sports Emmy nominated show. Now that you're part of the Rich. Show, so okay. I feel like that would make sense for us all to have the same gear. I'll just celebrate, yeah. So he's joining a Super Bowl celebration. team. He's joining an Emmy Award uh, one nominated show. Sure. Right? So I'm saying, just look at all the positivities that came from this, this situation. Right. <laughs> this is great. Oh, great. Did we become new best friends? I, I think we did. That's 100%. Yeah, I think easy. We, easy. Easy. And then I just, you know, like I said, just just put a little, that little, you know, Bobby Wagner too at the okay, end. There you go. <laughs> and we're good. Done. We'll talk. Thanks Say for coming less. in, Bobby. Appreciate it. It's great to see you in person. Thank and you. Welcome, Likewise. Welcome home. Likewise. Welcome Appreciate home. it. Thank you. Bobby Wagner of the Los Angeles Rams right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, where we've been trying to give uh, verbal hugs to T.J. Jefferson, Dallas Cowboy fan. The fact that Bobby Wagner's here in Los Angeles, not the Dallas Cowboys. And he even knew the the schedule, that uh, the Cowboys are on the Rams schedule. So I turned to my um, Los Angeles Rams season ticket holders. Big fans over there, those two. Okay. Big nice, fans. Mike. Now, nice. you, understand, you, under, you understand that, <laughs> that Del Tufo considers himself a better season ticket holder than you. Because he, because he, he has paid more, more. Yeah, because he has yes. more discretionary I income. Paid more. Seats, I paid more. I, hit, you, I invested in the do, team. But I went to more games. Doesn't yeah. matter. I work on Sundays. You don't. I would go to every game if I were off on Sunday. Would okay. you know? 100%. You choose yes, to work on Sunday. 100%. I went to the games I could attend. Well, let's... I, I knew pitting the two of you off yeah. like that would be just for my that. own enjoyment. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I am well, sure. as a kid, I get it. I feel like the, 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 the Night King just sort of like raising my hands at you. Okay. I love football. So, which <laughs> one of you... Which Spanger. one of you two guys... Yeah, which one will take TJ to the Rams Cowboys game? Oh, okay. As oh. your guest, I said I would take TJ, but if he dresses like an idiot, he's definitely not going. The, what does he mean? Dressing <laughs> well, like I an idiot? I saw the way he dressed at the last <laughs> Dallas game. The game what is the, what is that? What is he dressing like me. an idiot? For <laughs> I, what, what, I okay. I had a jersey on. Okay. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. And no. and 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 I may have had this flag tied around my but neck was, and. And you brought, did I you have brought a Dallas, the flag to the game? Like, yeah, did, did I have a Dallas yes. Cowboy Lucha Libre ma- wrestling yeah, mask on? No Ma- maybe. Yeah. I had a wrestling mask. You- Maybe show them the picture. You got to send the picture. Uh, you know, and did I have? I didn't gl- know that. Yes. Hold on, you came with. Did you go with him to the playoff game or with me? I didn't go with. No, th- when this I wore is that, the Coliseum. This is no, the this Coliseum. Was, no, this the was the season game. This is when Dallas first opened oh, this. Yeah, yeah. The first game. Yeah, so the preseason was game. Was the Coliseum and like, right? Yes, that's right. When, when the Rams returned it, to Los Angeles. Yeah, oh no, saying. I take it back. That outfit was the playoff game. Uh, yeah, it was, was the playoff that? game. So I was with you on the train ride afterwards after they lost. Yeah, that's right. Oh. We did go together. Yeah, you I went with me. About that. You went with me to the playoff uh, game. Yeah, so Brockman got to see. Yeah. So you. It's outrageous. <laughs> yeah. It's so outrageous. if he dresses like that, there's no. So that's like an idiot. Yeah. Why? Because it reflects on you. Yeah, it's like I no no. Well, you're coming no, because, to my Rams people around right, me. Exactly. He's yeah. worried about who he sits next to. Oh, yeah, I got it's Los it's Angeles. Like the Taron Killam, so, yeah, you know, Rams fan. Like a couple oh, seats down. You know what I mean? They're all like, "Why'd you yeah. do it, Mike?" Hey, I know how to community. act in public. You so dress him like- you're going to be the one to take him to the Cowboys game? Sure. I mean, if you mind sitting would on you the 300 d- level, would you dress it similarly to go to that game? Like I did for the playoff game? Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so like it for sure. But here's the thing, Rich. Depending on when this game is in the schedule, okay. you know, we might get Ooh. two ten and two teams going against each other. You know, we're talking about four, five, six talk- X on the secondary yeah. market. Yeah, it's on, one of those you gotta, like, you gotta think. Are you willing to pay? Why TJ? would you what, like, to 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 Sell your tickets on the secondary ticket market. You know a Cowboy fan's going to get it. Why would you do that to your hometown team? They still won the Super Bowl with fans coming. That's the way I look at it. Really no, no, no. It's time, it's time for you guys to show up and show out. And if oh, you want to bring a fan, game. you bring your, 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 your top-notch friend over there. Yeah. Here's the One deal, of your though. besties. For, for as much as I talk Despite about Dallas. the Nacho Libre mask. <laughs> for as much as I talk about the Cowboys here, you would assume, and I tweet about them, you assume that maybe I get a follow from the Cowboys. 
I don't. You would assume that maybe oh, somebody in the organization do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't follow us. You're better than that. I'm better than that. I'm not better than that, actually. You don't need I need somebody who's in charge. Like, you think Jerry Jones has a list in front of him? Like, we're going to give the blue check mark today. He could. Like, he's in charge of giving. It's like some millennial. That's it. That just You always say that about millennials, and yet it's me and Brockman that do ours, and we're not millennials. It's the Cowboys version of you. <laughs> complaining about the YouTube comments and not yeah. dispensing just, blue check marks like you think Drakeman's the one who gave well, you, bestowed it on you. It's not look, that way. We it know works. Jerry controls come everything on. with Dallas. Like, come on. We know that. Kevin O'Connell, formerly of the Rams, now the Vikings, hour two coming up. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. What are you saying? You I wanna, don't even you know at this point anymore. The Cowboys? I'm yeah, I'm a little upset about that. Dude, I'm. I'm a little upset about it. Hold on that. a second. Let me just flip it because who 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 are the Dallas Cowboys of Major League Baseball? The Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Who are worth who, more now? Who pounds a table for the New York Yankees nationally, coast to coast? Oh, are we Clay? saying the Yankees don't follow you? No. They don't. Interesting. Are you sure you got a I lot of they, followers? They they you know let like, me check it right now. You have a ton of followers. They don't, and I don't care. I don't care. Why do I need the Yankees to follow me? And I'm looking. The Dallas Cowboys only follow 282 people. Yeah, of course, that's they're not going to follow T.J. Jefferson. They, no, follow that's on J, them. they follow J.R. Smith. It's probably. Like, oh, see, I don't know. Why he, would they follow J.R. Smith? I think he's a Cowboys. Yeah, fan. Yankees don't follow me. They follow 334 people, a bunch of baseball people, which I used to be. They follow A. Rod because why I'm not? He's right such now. a do- he's such a great Yankee. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Hey, last follow. Yankee to win a World Series. Well, if they follow true, Joey true. Gallo, of course they follow. They follow their own, you know, New Michael York K. Look, of course I, they follow their own players. Rich, they know? follow the Knicks because why? You know why not? Who else do they follow? No, I'm fo- I'm looking at two Dallas. Uh, Wandy Peralta. All you ever see are people getting hyped when somebody follows them on oh, Twitter, right? Teams. I just want to be one of those people who gets excited. I, mean, so. J-Lo. I don't need it's that. It's an exclusive yeah. group. The Yankees though, still T-Fan. follow J-Lo. I get it. Do they, they really? Yeah. It's, it's just a dream, baby. It's just yep. a dream. Yep. Has it not filtered up to them that they don't need to follow? I mean, <laughs> although she's she's from the Bronx, right? That's right. That's exactly why. She's from New York. There you go. She gets a little... Uh... All right, so the Cowboys follow Shaq and Grant Hill, obviously. Well, they're diehard fans of the program. And, and former son of a former player. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I have no problem with that. Didn't Roger yeah. Staubach name Grant Hill? Right, didn't he say oh, that? I he think offered that, Grant as I a name to his father? Right about that. The Yankees Calvin? follow Avis Car Rental. <laughs> he must be a spy. Connor, right, Mc- Connor McGregor. <laughs> oh, Connor McGregor <laughs> followed by the Cowboys? Yep. Come on. The Yankees follow Because he went to the game other... that one time? Dude, you've got a three. Here's what we'll do. We'll get you. The Yankees to... follow the Dallas Cowboys. Because <laughs> they're in business together. Of course That's they true. do. So what we'll do uh-huh. is we'll go to AT&T Stadium. We'll right. get you on the field. Yeah. We'll Again? give you. We'll give you a football. Last time that didn't work out well. Just and so then you know. and then and then you'll 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 wing it like you're throwing it with pass. your feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll follow you. <laughs> then we'll take you to Brooklyn. You'll throw a trash can through a bus window, and then they'll follow you. Ooh, Jermaine Dupree. Uh-oh, there he is. I'm just Come saying. On, the Cowboys. None of them teams like, follow me. None, none of those. Not one. None of them follow you. 